1: I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum.
0: Welcome back to Duke Loves Wrestling, the show about pro wrestling and everything else. And let me tell you something right now, this weekend, okay? We're talking June 12th to June 13th jacksonville florida you are ground zero it's here it's here the river city wrestling convention oh my goodness man we've been waiting for this thing for so long i'm so happy that finally it is upon us here it's going to be going down at the jacksonville fairgrounds and let me tell you something okay i can say whatever i want But you need to hear from somebody who is going to be there. Not only are they going to be wrestling there, but they're going to be selling some of the the best wrestling merch that you'll ever find. Because legitimately, this is one of the more exciting, business-minded, high-flying, excellent wrestlers on the indie scene today. I'm talking about a great friend of the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast, my man, Mr. Ray Fury. What's going on there, Ray? Duke, what's going on, my brother? It is so great to hear your voice again, man. I, I, I'm i just so excited to see that you're going to be part of the River City Wrestling Con.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait. Last year, well, the year before that, it was pretty good. And this year's even bigger. So we're coming back strong because we're getting right off the heels of this pandemic. So I think everybody's going to come out and have fun.
0: Well, for sure. And it's going to be pretty easy to have fun. I mean, look at all these folks here. You're talking Thunder Rosa, Kurt Angle. Ron Simmons, Kane, Ray Fury. I mean, literally the who's who and all different types of wrestling are, are stars from the past, present, and even the future. Um, I got to ask you, Ray, I mean, how does it feel to be a part of such a major promotion and convention here with so many stars who are just like yourself then?
1: Man, um, first of all, I'm definitely, definitely grateful. i um, grateful to just be amongst all those legends there and the up and comers that are coming out of the NBC now. So definitely feel grateful and, and I'm humbled. And, but at the same time, you know, the little kid of me is coming out, getting to see the uh, Ted DiBiase's and, um, and, and the Canes and, and, and the Mark Henry. So I, I'll definitely have my eyes open and, and looking to um, network while I'm there.
0: You no, know, that's a good point there, Ray. A lot of people they, it's as if they don't want to let on that. They're a wrestling fan. And let's face it. Uh, I mean, come on. How, how, how can you be a wrestler and not be a fan of wrestling? Right. Yeah. So for me, I think it's OK for other wrestlers to to look up to somebody or to walk up to a legend and say, hey, man, I grew up watching you or whatever. I mean, what's your philosophy on that, Ray?
1: Um, you know, a lot of people look down on that stuff, you know, and I can kind of see why, because as a pro wrestler you're supposed to be a professional so they don't expect you to you know get so excited when you see these legends but you know if you do it, if you do it in a, in a very mature way and you you know you tell them like you said hey I looked up to you as a kid man I loved you loved your work you know it, it's fine but I think I think there's nothing wrong with it you know as long as you just overdo it and you don't seem like you belong in the first row <laughs> out there in the crowd you know you you should be okay. Well, we
0: know that you not only uh, should you not just be in the first row, I mean, you're a guy who has proven that the pro wrestling industry is where you belong. And as a result of that, you're in the ring, making it happen in the ring. You're not just some fan sitting in the stands, eating popcorn, running their mouth or on Twitter, flexing their Twitter fingers here. Uh, you, you, you've really brought this uh, three claps in the yee yee. Uh, you know, uh, to to the mainstream here. So so let's talk about this, right? Because since we've spoken to you last,
1: I mean, you've collected a couple of championships, huh? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I, I strive to be the best at any promotion I wrestle at, and if that means grabbing the title, that's what I that's what I want to do. So yeah, I'm a now I'm a, a Revolt Tag Team Champion and a Combat Sport Pro Tag Team Champion with one of my best friends. Lucha La he's right out of Florida as well. And then I'm a Styles champion, representing all styles of wrestling right out of here in Mississippi.
0: So, I mean, legitimately, man, you were just collecting belts all over the place. Kenny Omega, eat your heart out. Ray Fury, (laughs) okay, if if he has to take your championships too to add to his collection, that's something that we can make happen. So just watch yourself there, Mr. Cleaner, because Ray Fury's out there. That's right. You know, now, now right. Since the last time we spoke, man, I asked you about the barbecue down in Mississippi. And, and I know that you were still trying to figure it out and what have you. Uh, have you found some barbecue that that's up to your standards since the last time we spoke?
1: Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Um, it's a small spot in the rough top part of town. Her name is Gators. But um, yeah, they got some real banging, some real banging ribs over there. And then there's a lot of food trucks that, you know, a lot of people sleep on that, you know, people can kind of make their own their own food out of. And it's it's from what I experienced, it's been pretty good. So don't sleep on the food trucks, fellas.
0: Now, I got to ask you this, Ray Fury. And this is a very important question here, brother. Uh, when it comes to your ribs, are you a barbecue sauce guy or do you just stick with
1: the naked ribs and just a little of the seasoning? No, nah, man, I love barbecue ribs, love barbecue ribs. I like my food wet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> OK, so what, what kind of sauce are we talking? Are we talking, uh, you know, because they got the, the, the tomato based traditional sauce, which is, you know, like the red brown color. or They have the, the mustard sauce or the vinegar sauce. Like what's what's a Ray Fury barbecue sauce
1: preference? And I'm going to keep it simple. And that's honey barbecue sauce. I'll tell you, I, if you open my fridge, I got about six different honey barbecue sauces. I like to try them all. And, and, you know, I got different preferences and different meals, different nights. So that's what, that's the go-to for me, honey barbecue sauce.
0: You cannot be down there in the Mississippi and not have a barbecue sauce preference. I'm telling you right now, man. So I, I'm with you <laughs> on the honey barbecue. I, I am all about the honey barbecue. I love it. You know, no all two about ways it. about it there. So, Ray, what, what can we expect um, at River City Con? Because I, I heard a rumor that you're going to be stepping in the ring and you're going to be handing out some discipline.
1: Oh, oh, baby. Ain't no rumor, let me tell you. I'm going to step in the ring against somebody I've been watching for a while, man. His name is Snoop Strikes. And he's right out of Florida. So the fans will be more acquainted to him, especially him being on MLW. But he's fast. He's talented. I give him that. But you already know the drill. I'm coming through to drop one F-bomb and taking it home.
0: So, once again, we are talking River City Wrestling Con, June 12th through the 13th, okay, and and that's going to be in Jacksonville, Florida, at the fairgrounds there. Listen, I need you all to stop what you're doing, make sure you grab your tickets, because I'm telling you right now, especially Saturday, June 12th, and that is this Saturday, you need to go check out Ray Fury. Okay. You need to see him beat the hell out of his opponent because you know that's what he's going to do. You need to see Ray Fury have a good time out there. But most importantly, you got to go get a picture with ray fury you got to check out his great merchandise i mean legitimately this dude is just incredible when it comes to marketing when it comes to the the merchandise when it comes to having a good time the kids love him the ladies love him the fellas respect him ray fury without a doubt is one of the more exciting people out there in the indie scene today and you're going to find out why at the river city wrestling convention there ray fury listen brother Appreciate you so much. Why don't you let everybody know how they can follow you online as well?
1: You want to follow me on Twitter or Instagram? It's Ray Fury official, and on there you can you can find out where my YouTube is. There's links to my Big Cartel website where I got all my merch at and my pro wrestling tees as well. You already know. Can I get two claps and a yeet? Yeet! yeet, yeet.
0: Real fun conversation there with Mister Ray Fury. Good dude. Real good dude, and, and I'm really excited about River City Wrestling Con, not only because they just have a, a stacked lineup of top stars, you know, like we said before, Thunder Rosa and Kurt Angle and Mark Henry, um Kane, you know, just a really stacked card. Layla Gray, The Outlaw, Luke Curtis, just a really stacked card there, uh, Ray Fury, but I like talking to Ray because Ray is, for lack of a better term, an adult. Ray's an adult. This guy markets his stuff. I mean, it's just amazing. He's constantly investing in his merch. He always has something new out there for the fans, and he moves a lot of merch. People love him, especially the kids. And he's a positive dude. He's doing a lot of great things out there. So he's somebody who there's a good reason why the kids follow him. You know, so if you get a chance to check out anything Ray Fury has going on, you definitely should, because the dude is, he's the real deal. He's the real deal. You know, it's its uh, June 10th, so we're trugging along here. Summertime. Summer, summer. That's right. I'm not going to say the whole thing. That's right. It's been hot. It's been really hot in Boston. I mean, heat wave and all that good stuff there, and... You all know at this point, the Duke does not do the heat. I I can't stand it. I want the snow to come back so I can cool off. Jesus, help me. Somebody send me some snow, please. But we're coming off of a interesting weekend last weekend. You know, Floyd Mayweather took on Jake Paul, knocked him out, and then proceeded to hold him up and dance with him until Jake Paul uh, woke up. So he, he he basically carried this man throughout the fight. It was an exhibition. I don't even want to call it a fight. It was an exhibition. And Floyd laughed all the way to the bank. I mean, he called it a legal bank robbery. So I'm going to have to get some of my MMA and combat sports analysts on the show, especially Reed, our man Reed. got to get him back on the show to talk about this because I don't know what the hell that was. It was interesting, though. It was real interesting. I wanna know what you think. I mean, do you, do you think that these exhibitions, do you think that people expect too much? Because it's it's pretty clear that they are not competitive fights, right? They they try to make it clear up front that this is this is an exhibition, which means that there is no person that's gonna be crowned the quote unquote official winner of the match. They don't even score the match officially. So now what? I don't know. But for those of you who paid money for that, huh, gotcha. (laughs) So that was a mess. Um, This weekend, Mission Pro Wrestling, they have another major event coming up on the title match network. So that should be fun. You know, next week we'll review that as well. Can't wait to see what comes out of that. I I still say that, you know, our, our champion, my champion... La Abusadora, La Rosa Negra, she's the Mission Pro Wrestling World Champion. She's she's probably the most underrated wrestler on the planet today cuz she's so good and she can do so much and yet is as it's as if these these major promotions I don't know what they're doing. I mean if if I ran a promotion I would back up the Brinks truck and pay La Rosa Negra whatever she wanted to come on my card, and then I would build an entire division around her. I mean, she's that good. She's great. So we're gonna keep uh, pounding the the drum here about La Rosa Negra because it, it's just it's like people taking her for granted, man. It's crazy, crazy. I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, you know, a lot has gone on in wrestling this week as we speak the the NXT takeover press conference is happening you know well it's a, it's a call conference call i should say and you know triple h said something really interesting he blames the fans for having a negative attitude and says that you know they ruin a lot of things and i just think that's so hilarious it's hilarious and i know some some Knucklehead is going to say, well, you know, he's just speaking in character. Let me tell you something. Triple H. You are a poor excuse for a Vince McMahon. You are a Vince McMahon wannabe. You're a Vince McMahon never will be. You're not a good promoter. We know you're not a good promoter because you've never promoted anything in your life. Okay? Without the safety net of Vince McMahon, you have nothing to show for your promotion history. Nothing. Nothing. And it's really interesting that you have these these moments where you say the most ridiculous things to the fans, which further backs up the fact that you don't have a clue. You don't know what you're doing. You don't have a clue. You're blaming the fan. At least go out there and do some kind of heel character so that when you say something ridiculous, you can always blame it on the character. Right? You're speaking as an executive, and you're disrespecting your consumers, what is wrong with you? what is wrong with you and it and it and it really makes me scratch my head because it's like, buddy, I don't think you understand that if I turn the channel i'm not coming back It's like what, what? it's self sabotage and it and it just it it further reinforces the point. I know a lot of you out there you want to give triple h credit for anything positive that happens with the WWE and you want to blame Vince McMahon for anything that you perceive as being negative and you want to claim that well you know once Vince is gone then Triple H is going to be so much better let me tell you something I've been very consistent about this fact Triple H is not a good promoter he's just a guy whose father-in-law is financing his ability to learn on the job and that's great but you don't have any real skin in the game Junior you don't have any skin in the game, right? At the end of the day, it's not really your money, right? So for you to sit there and be derogatory towards the fans, I mean, I just I just find you to be a joke. And I don't care what anybody says. And I know that, you know, you shouldn't say that and you're going to piss off Triple H and then, you know, you, what, what do I care? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, look, I'm going to call you all out. I don't care. I'm, at least I'm consistent. No no one could ever say I'm not consistent about my criticisms and, and praises, because I do put the company over a lot. Um, but no one can say that I, I I don't call them out when they're doing just blatant nonsense. And I got to tell you, I just find Triple H to just be uh, a bore. And to just just be a, the type of person that I, I just know that I, I have no interest in this guy. I really don't. I don't have any interest in this guy. I never liked him as a wrestler. I don't like him as a as a pretend executive because and and look, I'm going to let me count the ways here. Right. Here's a guy that was part of a collective of wrestlers who essentially were bullies and jerks to their their peers behind the scenes. Right. And they did everything that they could to centralize power and squeeze other people out, and basically make life miserable for a lot of people, that's who Triple H is, and then he he falls in love with the boss's daughter, and that's fine, and you know, they, they've put together a lovely family, and, and respect to that, but this whole reinvention of Triple H, like he's this progressive nice guy, and he wants to take a picture with all the, the young talent, and he's hugging, and he's kissing the kids on the head, and you know, this is what he does, I mean, the guy is a jerk, And we know the guy is a jerk because we have countless footage of people expressing and counting the ways and telling you and even him proving how much of a jerk he is. So it doesn't surprise me that he would say what he said about the fans, not in character, but as an executive. I just I find the guy distasteful. And let me tell you something. There were fans out there who were no good, and I get that. But to say that they ruin everything, buddy. You're the product, right? If your product is hit is hitting or missing, that's on you. That's I mean, you guys are the ones putting out the the, the material, right? There were valid questions asked, even by that no-good Dave Meltzer. There were valid questions asked at Triple H about NXT talents who, quote-unquote, move up to the main roster. I don't know why that doesn't get cre- uh, corrected enough. I thought NXT was a third brand. This whole move up to the main roster stuff still confuses me because you're, you're speaking about the NXT talents as being less than. And when I look at somebody like Iro I I don't see less than. So I want to know what the hell you're talking about when you say move up to the main roster. Swerve Scott is not less than. So I want to know what the hell you're talking about. So we got to get that straight. And that's another uh, example of how much of a joke Triple H can be at times. Right. I'm talking to you right now, Triple H. You got to clean it up. You got to clean it up. We got we got every humanoid and and, and every Twitter finger uh, gangster out there who swears that Vince is getting ready to sell because some knucklehead from some quote-unquote wrestling media website thinks that releasing a couple of talents means that that's it suddenly they become the business maven and they can predict what a worldwide entertainment uh, company is going to do Oh, they're going to sell so then you got all the humanoids who read that on a website and then they run back on every single twitter and facebook feed that they can find i think they're going to sell i'm telling you it looks like sell to me you know i believe they're going to sell no knucklehead you read that on some website, and now you're trying to adopt it as your opinion. Stop it. You didn't come up with that. And, and and none of you are qualified. You could never predict what the WWE is going to do in terms of business. Are you crazy? The business is more than just headlocks and, and, and whoever they're pushing today and the ratings, as you want to talk about. Just nonsense. Anyway, you got people literally talking that talk. Suddenly, Wall Street Bets is is trying to prop WWE up, which is why the stocks went through the roof. Congratulations. That's great. But I hope there's no inside baseball there because that'll be illegal and somebody will go to jail for that, hopefully. Anyway, um, you have people trying to play with the lives of those within the WWE structure. I think they're going to sell all this false speculation, which is creating a frenzy. and, And investors, you know, they were getting a little worried there. You can't be disrespecting the fans by blaming them for talents going from NXT to one of the other brands and not being as successful or flaming out. That's on you. That's on the talent, but it's also on the company. If you're not writing good content, if you're not featuring them in a manner that gets across the fact that they are the superstars that supposedly you believe that they are, right? If you're not putting them in positions to succeed, then of course the fans aren't going to respond favorably to them. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. But my my aim is on Triple H 100% because I just find the guy, I you shouldn't even be speaking on behalf of the company. Because all the whatever little bit of training that you've had, you prove time and time again you're not the right person for that job. So just get off the mic. Just be an executive behind the scenes. Just get off the mic, bro. Don't host these calls. Don't do these media things. Just get off the mic. Because if you don't have enough sense to realize that you don't call out the fans and blame them for the failures of you and your team, then that shows me you're just a delusional jerk. That's it. And I don't care. I mean, the guy's damn near six feet tall. And, you know, I understand that he likes to push weights like a big shot and all that. I'd tell him to his face. This isn't one of those where you'd never say, I would say that to his face. And I would line Vince McMahon up, my good friend Vincent Kennedy McMahon, and I would tell him, this guy's a joke. Don't ever, don't ever believe for a second that this guy is anything less than a joke. Junior over here, who thinks that it's acceptable to disrespect the fans out of character. Right. Because I know some of you are going to give me clips of Vince McMahon calling the fans idiots or something like that. Well, he's doing that in the in the context of the character, Mr. McMahon. So you can hide behind that. Triple H is just out here just being a fool because this is how he really feels. And we know this is how he really feels. Right. I'm telling you. It boggles my mind. And, and And the thing is, we put up with it. I call this guy out every chance I get over this crap. And, I, and you know what? I'm going to take it a step further. Stephanie McMahon, you, you talk to this guy and tell him to cut it out. Because one of the things that I will clearly state, I think Stephanie McMahon is doing a tremendous job. And I think that every time I see her commenting in the media, all she's doing is being a mature executive and ambassador for the WWE. She is everything that you would expect from a executive of a multinational, multi-billion-dollar valued company, right? It's consistent. There's no question. It makes sense. And then you got to have this knucklehead over here with all his buddies down there in NXT, so they think it's some kind of frat party, and he's over here blaming the fans. Because he does a piss poor job of preparing the talents from moving from one brand to another. It's ridiculous. Triple H, you are a fool. I'm telling you this, bro. Okay? You're a fool. It's like <laughs> you're begging people to change the channel. And, and and watch it, don't watch it. You know, you don't like it, don't watch. Look, uh, bro, stop telling people not to watch your product. Are you crazy? Listen, I'm going to fire this guy. I'm going to send this guy pink slip in a second. All right? Because I I just... Do not put a microphone in that man's hands, in front of his mouth again, speaking on behalf of the company until he gets some proper media training. Because this guy is is just... He's lost it. He's completely lost it. I don't know what the hell he's doing. Well, I don't know why You know, the people are so negative out there. Well, buddy... You're calling the fans idiots. You say, I mean, that's, I'm paraphrasing here, but you're blaming them for your failures. Can you take some responsibility and say, hey, we need to do a better job? That's why we just hired all these great writers. And, you know, we're going to take a look at that from a creative process. And, you know, things continue to move and change and the landscape out there changes. Fans' interests change. So, you know, there are a lot that goes into this stuff, but, you know, we're doing what we can and we have plenty of success stories. But within that, there are some things that fall through the cracks, but we're doing all that we can to plug those holes and just stick with us. We got some exciting things coming up. That is how you answer those questions. That's how you do it. Jeez. this knucklehead. Well, you know, the fans ruin everything. And listen, I'm going to give this guy a pink slip. I'm going to give him a pink slip. I'm going to fire this guy. Triple H. I officially fire you. You are no longer to speak on behalf of World Wrestling Entertainment Incorporated. And you, you this 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 duty, this this privilege that you've had will never be restored until you learn how to properly address. The media and speak about your consumer in a manner that is positive instead of being a jerk you're fired that's it not gonna put up with this you're not gonna sit there and take something that Vincent Kennedy McMahon has has poured everything into this man has gone through bankruptcies over this company okay he has he has put everything in here You want to talk about bleeding, sweating, and paying the price of a wrestling lifetime. That's what Vince McMahon has done with this company. And for you to sit up there and do a press conference and and, and blame the fans for your failures from a creative standpoint because you can't get your talents who move from one brand to another over, give me a break. I got to fire this guy. He's fired. He's no longer allowed to speak on behalf of the company. Vince, I got this one. From now on, if your name is not uh, Nick Khan, if your name is not Vincent Kennedy McMahon, if your name is not Stephanie McMahon, you do not speak on behalf of the company. Not during these media calls. That's it. Now, if you're a talent who's been properly media trained like a Charlotte Flair, like a Bianca Belair, like a Kofi Kingston, then that's a different story. At least I know I can do. I can count on them not to say something so ridiculous. Triple H is too comfortable. That's the problem, you know. He's too comfortable. He's he's living high off the hog here. Right? He's got this this wonderful situation where, you know, the the, the business that he's always wanted to be in. He's married into the to, to the legends of the business. The greatest promoters of all time. He's in that family. It's made him a multimillionaire. Right? He's set up roots. He gets to be an executive or play executive. He gets to have his own brand that he can mess around with and bring all his friends in to, to help him operate it. Like this guy's living high off the hog. And then he has the audacity to blame the consumer for the failures. Because guess what? Maybe the talents are not as prepared to move on to bigger stages within the company. Because there's too much frat boy nonsense going on and not a, not enough hammering home the fundamentals of what it means to be a WWE superstar. Did you ever think about that? Is that really that hard to grasp? And if you got writers in there who can't help the talents get over, you replace them, which it looks like you've been doing. Did you ever think about that? Is that hard to grasp? I mean, these are the things that you guys are responsible for. You don't blame the fans for that. I got to fire this guy. You're fired. Triple H, pink slip. You don't get another microphone. You don't get to do this anymore. It's over. It's done. And I got to tell you, in 2021, we just, we we cannot continue to reward piss poor behavior. We just can't. Right? Because it's as if these, these executives and these folks here, they just, they don't, they don't care enough to get it. And the way that they're looking at this thing, from my perspective, just from what I've seen based on their actions, right? It's as if they feel like they're too big to fail. Well, Triple H, I don't know, man. You look like a big fat failure to me. Because you had NXT and it wasn't generating a profit for so long. Mr. Big Shot Promoter, Right. Vince had to step in and make some of that happen I'm sure to actually turn this thing into something that could actually not only operate on its own financially but actually put some money in the in the kitty for the for the company uh, overall and you want to blame the fans bro I'll tell if I listen the next time I see this guy I'm gonna tell him to his face. You you are you are no longer to speak on behalf of this company because you don't know how to act. You don't have your stuff together. You are you you think this is a joke? You don't realize that everything that you say, it matters to the investors. It's like this guy just—he's fired. I'm telling you, he's fired. Sick of this guy. Stephanie McMahon, rein him in. Okay. That's all I can say. Please, rein him in. Because this guy, he, he's smelling his, his aftershave a little too much here, and he thinks he's cute. Okay? And that's why he's talking like that. He's got Shawn Michaels giggling in the background there, making him feel like he can go around like this is another, uh, you know, frat boy party here. And it just ain't that kind of party anymore, pal. So, there, there goes that. So we're going to continue to monitor that whole situation there because it's just it's nonsense. It's just nonsense. I'll tell you what's not nonsense. Mickey James has announced that she's going to be putting on a women's tournament with the NWA. And I think that's wonderful. I mean, we want to see more women's content out there. I love what Maria Kanellis Bennett is doing over there in Ring of Honor. Um, they got a, a, some qualifiers for their tournament going on. It's an all-women's tournament. It's great. Love it. And that's another thing. Triple H says, well, I don't know if we need another all-women's pay-per-view. Look, we, we got to do something here. Just do not put the microphone in this guy's hands anymore. This guy is crazy. If this guy doesn't understand that women's wrestling is the wave right now and more women's content is something that, we want, then this guy is just, he's lost his marbles. He's crazy. And I don't know what it is. Is this sabotage? Is he, is he trying to hurt the company on purpose by saying these nonsensical things? Because who the hell can get behind that? You don't think the women are valuable enough to to put on an all women's pay-per-view. In addition to, that doesn't mean you take away from anything else. Just put out some more content. You don't think that that's the way to go, bro, get this, get this guy out of here. I I just don't do not put a microphone in his hand again. He does not speak uh, on behalf of the company again. Get this guy out of here. He is crazy. Telling you. Anyway, shout out to Mickey James. Look forward to seeing what comes of that. Uh, Love what Maria Kanellis Bennett is doing. Love it. You know, love what Thunder Rosa is doing. Mission Pro Wrestling. I mean, she's been leading the charge. She's been filling a, a a hole that we've had since WoW Superheroes has been on a hiatus. I don't know what's going on, WoW, but we need you back, Jeannie Bus. Call me. We got to talk about this. But um, you know, overall, I, I'm 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 very hopeful and happy. You know, things are opening up, which is nice. I I do need people to still be careful, though. Wear your mask, of course. Get vaccinated, all that good stuff. There, but uh, I'm hopeful. I I think that we're entering another boom period for the wrestling industry which is a positive. And that's another reason why we can't have people like Triple H talking nonsense. It just it it my goodness, you know? My goodness. So, anyway, once again next week we're going to be uh covering that uh Floyd Mayweather Jake Paul spectacle. We'll also be doing the recap of Mission Pro Wrestling's pay-per-view and a whole lot of other good stuff. Till then, be kind to yourselves. Be kind to others.
1: Hey, this is the Duke of Dorchester. The one, the only, the man of the hour. Yeah. Can you handle that, baby? I want to tell you this. You've been listening to Duke Loves Rashley.